Take RFM Dunedin with you wherever you go with podcasts and live streaming of Primo local content. Download the Access Internet Radio app for free from Google Play and the Apple App Store. This programme was first broadcast on RFM Dunedin and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Settling in a new city can raise lots of questions. How does the bus service work? Can I join the local library? Where do I go to get advice on renting a home? Over the next half hour, the team from Citizens Advice Bureau bring you information of special interest to new migrants to Dunedin. Welcome to Settlement Information with Citizens Advice Bureau. Good evening and welcome to Settling in Dunedin with Citizens Advice Bureau. Uh, Citizens Advice Bureau is located at 155 Princess Street if you wish to come and see us face to face or phone 03 471 6166 or 0800 367-222. So, welcome back to the show. And today we're going to be talking about migrant women in New Zealand and the whole about looking for work in the wake of the pandemic and job cuts during the pandemic. Uh, my name is Deepthi. I, I just finished my undergraduate studies uh, doing a Bachelor of Arts and I'm joined with my friend who's also a graduate. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yes. Hi there. I'm Mamta. I just recently graduated from Otago University, and I have done my degree in finance and accounting. Yeah, so we're both fresh graduates, and we're looking for employment, and we're both migrant women, which is why we're here to talk about this topic of the issues that migrants and migrant women are facing right now, especially because of the pressures of pandemic. So a bit about myself. I just finished a gender studies and politics degree from the University of Auckland, I grew up in Dunedin here, but I went to Auckland to do my uni. But initially, I moved to Dunedin in 2007 with my parents. When did you migrate to Dunedin? We migrated here in Dunedin 2013. 2013, so yeah. more recent. Yeah, we are here, like, uh, my husband, he got a job here. Yeah, so work purpose, we moved here. Yeah, so I was, like, initially I was on work visa. Now we are a resident here. Mm-hmm. But I grew up in India. You grew up in India. Yeah. So your husband came here on the skilled, skilled migrant visa. Yes, he did. Yes. Yeah. And you decided to do your degree in finance? Yes, like... Um, after like work, two years work, and then uh, I have decided to do study in a, from Otago University, and then I have decided to like finance was my like most interesting subject. So I thought like do something in finance and accounting. So I have done like my degree in finance. Yeah, yeah. that's good. But this time is not that good to graduate <laughs> actually for like everyone, especially like migrant students. Yeah, because like. Uh, I don't think so, like, so many jobs are deleting and, like, so many companies, like, so many people are facing redundancies. So, yeah, that's the very big task for everyone to get a job now. Yeah, didn't you say you had a personal experience with someone you know facing redundancy as a migrant? Oh, yes. Um, I have heard about, like, one of the couple who is living in Timuru, Mm -hmm. and they, like, both moved uh, like Timuru from Christchurch to Timuru for their bright future, and suddenly this uh, lockdown happened, and they both lost their job now. Yeah, so they are facing like now so, it's a very stress for them actually, because uh, they got job, and within a two months this things happened. So now like how are they gonna be 
pay their bills and like so many th- things are happening right now they, in their life. Yeah. So they migrated to New Zealand from yes, somewhere. Yes. Um, uh, they migrated from India and like I think they migrated like before four years. Yeah. Mm. And the, to get a permanent residency in New Zealand, you need to come here on a skilled migrant visa and get a job for two years. Yes. And from that, that on, you can apply for a permanent residency. Is that yes. correct? Yes. So the problem now is a lot of these migrants have come to New Zealand. They've got, they initially got employment, but with job cuts, a lot of people have been stuck here. They don't have jobs and they have to start this process all over again with trying to get permanent residency. And the thing about migration for employment in another country is you have to uproot your whole life. Yes. You have to leave your family, you have to bring your children if you have children, you have to like leave your job and you have to come to a completely... It costs diff- a lot. It costs a yeah. lot of money. It's It costs money and the other thing is like it's like mental stress as well. It's not easy to settle down in like other country and like uh, it took so many like years to settle down somewhere else. So it's like stress also. So like financially and mentally you have to be like get ready for these things. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And I feel like a, like a lot of migrant jobs, especially people in uh, Queenstown who are working in the tourism sector, yes. have also faced massive job cuts. They affect of, a lot, actually. But the pandemic. Yes. And I feel like that's just put, been putting a lot of pressure on migrants now yes. to... And I think this thing is like affecting not only the, like this year, like young people who are like coming from the other countries but like recently they, some people were like in their job like been ages and now like they're facing this problem and they have family also so like it's stressing like like that stress is going the other level that maybe cause domestic violence and the other stuff as well yeah i was reading an article uh, on stuff the other day and uh i was talking about how lockdown was uh, maybe like some migrant women are most vulnerable to things like domestic violence and people have been suffering domestic violence during lockdown due to like their families losing jobs and press pressures of like a really, yes. really... It's it's uh, like stress for like the family, whole family. Yeah. Because I, if I'm sure, like uh, I want to share my own experience, like we were like... Um, I, I was, I'm student, like I was student at the time when uh, lockdown happened. Mm-hmm. I recently finished my study and uh, my husband is the only one person who is like, who is the, uh, who is earning in the house, in the family. And we have a house, we have to pay mortgages also. So the situation was like that. If he's losing job, then wh- what going to be happen next? What are we going to do? So it was like a few weeks, like we were in like so under stress. We can't like do anything. We can't even think anything. It was a very stressful time and like still like we are like under under pressure, like under stress also like myself, like I was I had so much like hope that once I'll finish my degree, then I'll get a good job and I'll start my career in like yeah. a new new way. I'll start my career. And suddenly this thing happened. It's like uh, for me, like sometimes I can't even sleep at night time. It's given me oh, so much no. stress. Yeah. yeah. How has it been applying for jobs? And uh, if like I'm talking about like graduate rule, like there are none of like graduate rules are open and some of where like it's open, but like there are so many students are graduating like uh, in this like uh, six, like June, uh, June, July intact. So like I think uh, it's very less chance to get as a like gradu- uh, graduate job because mm-hmm. like definitely they will choose like the students who has like higher grade, like yeah. A plus students. So like the after like 
after the A plus student, if you talk about like think about like B plus or B or uh, maybe lower than B lower grade, B yeah. grade, then it's very less chances for them to get a good job. Yeah, and also like the whole thing about prioritizing residents is really jeopardizing a lot of migrants. Yes, yes, to yes, yes. Get employment. Sometimes, like uh, what happened, like some students, like they have like their capabilities, and they have like their own like good grades also but the thing is that like sometimes it's like they give a first priority to uh, New Zealanders like who are a citizen or the permanent resident rather than they are on work visa Mm -hmm. so that's also affecting these migrant students so like a lot of people come to New Zealand to study to get a tertiary degree and hopefully seek employment here yeah to people are like coming from the other countries like as a migrant like on a work visa uh, student visa and like they're thinking like okay fine we'll do study then we will like we'll get a job good job and our future is safe but this in like pandemic like everything is changed so like uh don't know what gonna happen next (laughs) yeah we can say that (laughs) definitely i've also experienced this as i finished my last exam i think like on the 3rd of July so oh, okay. it's quite very very recent but I've been just perusing all the job websites and it's safe to say there's not many it's to very choose disappointing from. actually <laughs> yeah. yes yes absolutely till now I don't know like how many now I stopped to counting also how many jobs I applied because yeah. like it's like uncountable now for me <laughs> yeah because like in, like February when I started university this was my last semester and I was thinking like oh fine now I'm going to finish my study I was so excited and suddenly this thing happened which makes me so disappointed now (laughs) honestly and just to think about if if we you're a permanent resident and I'm a citizen if we're finding it difficult to find jobs just like imagine the kind of stress that migrants who are stuck here in New Zealand are facing like yeah because they are on like uh, once they uh, finish their study then they are getting like two years or three years work visa Mm -hmm. but at this situation, can't see any, like, light. It, it yeah. can be difficult, but I think it's important to acknowledge that there's heaps of resources out there. And even though that it's a really, really difficult situation right now, p- things like citizen advice, you can always come in and have a chat to anyone there or even call in. Yes. And yeah. they'll definitely help you find Yeah, definitely. Path. They can use these facilities, actually. That's uh, amazing, yeah. Yeah. At least they use, like... They'll get some security. They feel good yeah. if they contact Citizen Advisory Bureau. Yeah. Exactly. And the things about questions about visa extensions or what's the status yes. of their work visa now that yes. they've been... Because nowadays, like, I'm thinking, like, some somewhere, like, some employers, they're not t- uh, telling their uh, workers that about redundancies, but they're just finding some loopholes in, like, their visas, and they're just uh, telling them, okay, fine, this visa is, like, uh, about to finish or, like... It's not going to be like uh, work for us. And they are just telling them to uh, just left your job by yourself kind mm-hmm. of situation they are uh, making. Yeah. Yeah. And also I want to bring it back to the thing about migrants losing their jobs. Because I think uh, 
in when companies are making all these job cuts because of the pandemic and the losses they have suffered, the first people who are who are going to be fired or made redundant are migrants and yes, women, definitely. especially because like uh, I'm thinking like that uh, in September, like once the government subsidy is going to be finished, because some of the companies still under government subsidies, mm-hmm. once it will be finished, then it's going to be a more uh, job losing uh, will come. Yeah, yeah so first, future. yeah, first first target is these migrants workers yeah and especially like you also have to acknowledge the prejudices and stigma like, that women necess- generally face in the workforce it's like you can't uh, ignore these like societal structures that have been built up to uh, benefit male like workers and benefit local workers yeah not that that's necessarily a like a really really like overt issue but it's still it's an it's an underlying issue and it's going to be subconscious prejudices that people will face because of their position as a migrant woman and that's really yes. important to acknowledge and the other thing is that this migrant like uh migrant people uh, especially like who are on work visas like uh, they just going to because like citizens they will get the government subsidies uh, they'll get something from the government but uh, what about the mig- migrant workers what uh, like what benefits they gonna get from the government because it's very hard to live because mm-hmm. at least they need some shelter in uh, food because mm-hmm. there are like some migrants they have like families also when we talk about young people they can manage by themselves with the friends or somewhere but mm-hmm. what about the families they have to like look after their kids their own self in medication and everything they have to pay by them own because whereas like we talk about like citizens or residents resident people government is paying their uh, like half bill uh, for like medication and everything whereas like my own workers they have to pay full fees and everything so it's the like situation is like very like unstable right now for them oh, and they can't even go back to their own country also flights are like closed and some of like they have like flights for like stranded uh, citizens or like the other people who wants to travel but it's very expensive it's very expensive like one person they have to pay 5000 6000 bucks which they can't afford mm-hmm. like and there's this whole dilemma between they can't afford to stay here but they also can't, can't afford to go, go out back. yeah so there's this really big like dilemma now and you don't know what to do can't find employment you came here because you were a skilled migrant yes. and you thought that you could offer something to the economy but you were fired like 2 weeks into your job because of this pandemic and you don't know what to do now yes so that's this whole big problem it is and it's just very difficult because especially if you're banking on getting getting through your work visa as a skilled migrant getting permanent residency and if that was your plan and you've uprooted your whole life your whole family to come here and to be faced with this yes it's very some, difficult like some of the people like like that they are like about to finish 2 years in a, some particular role and they are like ticking all the boxes of their to getting the residency but this pandemic situation occurred and they lost their job mm-hmm. so now again they have to start all the procedure to work in New Zealand. So you have to start from the scratch from you get the two scratch years. Again. Yes. That's very yeah. Yeah, so again you have to apply f- apply for the residency, you have to work uh, finish two years in the same company, then if you're ticking all the box, then you can <laughs> eligible for the residency. Mm-hmm. I don't know, might be government will change or maybe like laws will change and like uh, because every year like especially like people are on a work visa and uh, daily wages people uh, who are earning on the wages based mm-hmm. on wages. So they have to on like right now it's they have a criteria of $25 something. Mm-hmm. You should earn this much then you are eligible for the residency. 
but then after they have to like uh, maybe it will change by the time like in a two years by the time they finish residency to uh sorry residency period but then uh after don't know what gonna happen yeah it's very because uncertain. right now they are like they are earning 25 maybe they'll uh, find another job there also they are earning 25 dollar mm-hmm. but then after like after uh, within a two years laws are changing every year like every six months maybe uh so like within the six months what gonna happen how much like maybe that 25 becomes 30 dollar mm-hmm. so it's going to be difficult for them to get residency yeah and i think a really important point to make is that immigrants and migrants came here to find a better life a better future yes for themselves their kids and and all of these dreams and hopes are kind of being yeah, it's just like nightmare for them right now <laughs> yeah it's really difficult situation to be in and it's just yeah don't know what ha- what's going to happen but i think the important thing is just to have hope and seek help and yes right now the situation like uh, if you're seeing the situation everyone has to just keep their hope yeah and be positive honestly, in their life yeah yeah honestly yeah and just yeah i don't even know like if you if you can't like many people it's like they're in limbo they can't afford to get work i mean they can't find work and they can't afford to yes. get home so it's just what do you do you're just stuck here do you know if the government's giving any subsidies for migrant workers no or? no no i don't think so there is any subsidies mm-hmm. for the migrant workers but there is subsidy for like citizens like the uh they apply for the like uh, unemployment benefit. Uh, yeah, yeah benefit and all but uh, I don't think so they have anything for like migrant workers mm. especially like uh, who are on work visa actually yeah and uh, I think mostly like the thing is right now in cons- concern is that like some of the people are who are about to finish their work visa it's going to be very difficult for them yeah, yeah. so just to f- like if the people who have been made unemployed and their work visas running out yes oh dear yeah 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 um so like Also just not just families who are migrants and have uprooted their whole life a lot of people have had come to New Zealand and had been working in the tourism sector with yeah. their work visas and and because of the pandemic because of the lockdown everything was shut down for so long the tourism Definitely. industry had has really like very, very bad tourism right now the most like affected industry is tourism and then uh, retail industries mm-hmm. very bad yeah and like a lot of these migrant jobs in like tourist hotspots like Queenstown, Queenstown and Wanaka and people were working yeah. at cafes and bars huh. and the most of these people were migrant working on work visas yeah and uh, for that like i think government is promoting like do the local like tourism promoting local tourism and everything but the mm-hmm. thing is that like how many times people will go there <laughs> because for locals like they they've been there like once twice then and like again the same question will arise that local also they need money to go there <laughs> yes absolutely <laughs> it's just yeah it's been very difficult so what do you think your plan is because of the pandemic do you think you're going to well i'm not losing my hope yeah <laughs> i'm still applying everywhere mm-hmm. like wherever i like i'm looking for the graduate role but like I'm uh thinking that it's very hard to get right now in a finance industry uh, to mm. get as in like graduate role because the thing is that like some of the companies where I applied they are deleted that role for like for now because mm-hmm. of this pandemic situation so might be they will open next year or maybe don't know now because yeah. like this is like pandemic situation this uh, covid situation is like that it will like uh, 
last like don't know how long it's going to be last oh, absolutely yeah. you can never so, like, tell uh, yeah i'm not losing my hope i'm still like applying everywhere mm-hmm. hopefully get some <laughs> something yeah, yeah. so like, applying for graduate roles and stuff yes i'm applying for a graduate role but somewhere like i'm like i'm open for a- every everywhere now for the, any kind of like a retail mm-hmm. job also mm-hmm. but the thing is that in retail jobs like they are asking two years experience oh, but then yeah. like, in that two years at least you giving us opportunity to work there then we will gain that two years experience <laughs> otherwise it's going to be very difficult like this endless <laughs> cycle of you need experience to get a job but then to get a job you need yes you need, absolutely yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you're gonna get experience from working about yeah. that. Oh yeah, it's this vicious cycle. Yeah, I've also been I've I had originally planned to do postgrad study oh, after this yes. and I wanted to go abroad, but I don't think that's going to be happening right yes. anytime soon. Yeah. So I've been applying for a bunch of different graduate roles and stuff and I've been finding it difficult. I did my first ever online interview yesterday. Okay. That was interesting because it, w- it would just count down with your question and you have to, it would start recording and you have to start talking straight away. And it was yes. it was a process. So it's interesting how the world is adapting to this like new digital era. Yeah, it is like difficult for like suddenly to adapt something like you were doing something and now you have to adapt something else. It will be like it's difficult because I have been through uh, one of the interview like that. And it was like we just had to record our answers and uh I was so nervous for that one. Like, I can face, like, a face-to-face interview, but I I can't go for that. (laughs) So I think it will take a time for me to adapt that thing. Yeah, absolutely. And do you think you've been finding it more difficult because of your migrant background? Or maybe it is... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like I can't I couldn't find like why I'm getting like uh, difficult to find. But yeah, it's like there is uh, that is also one of the point because mm-hmm. of, I'm migrant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you were saying that when you were w- talking to me before about how you found it so difficult while you were on your work visa. To oh, get it was jobs. so it was so difficult. And it was just like my. Uh, so this was before were, you were a resident. Yes. It was like 2013, like 14, 15. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. The difficulty was that, like, I had my work, previous work experience, but uh, it was, like, only three, four years before. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, find so difficult to get a job on my work visa. And, like, uh, I got, like, it was like that, like, they give a first priority to residents uh, and then your number will come. So always, like, work visa holders are last in the list unless you have like special skills mm-hmm. yeah or maybe you have unique skills then you'll get first priority <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so and then like I got residency but then I decided to do some study but I never thought that this <laughs> pandemic thing happened and <laughs> this will ruin ev- all my plans <laughs> yeah. yeah I think yeah that's just one in a million stories that yes. people are experiencing right now and it's just like COVID-19 has left a lot of migrants just really, like, anxious about their job prospects. And, and like, just it's been a very diff- difficult obstacle, especially in the whole plan of... I mean, everyone's plans have been disrupted, but especially those who's, who have been made redundant and yes. who are facing an uncertain future in New Zealand. It's yeah. If they've left everything to I think come the government here. should do something like for them uh, for time being mm-hmm. like uh, they just extend their work visa or something like that or yeah. at least uh, they this thing can help them to get somewhere some jobs kind of thing I think that those are in plan and I think to get any information about your personal 
your own questions and stuff, you can always pop into a cab and they can yeah. like assess your case by case and help you figure out what your visa's yes. doing. And it's just so confusing. I feel like there's so much information that's being given to you and also so much information that isn't, you can't, it's not easily, I mean, it is easily because accessible. Because like but in this situation, if they're going, uh, going to see the like lawyer, the lawyer fees are also very expensive. Mm-hmm. It's very hard. Like they don't have a job, how are they going to pay, pay lawyer's fees also? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's just like a weird limbo, purgatory-esque scenario for a lot of people who don't know what to do. And it's just, yeah, just if you want to get any more information, just definitely pop into cab. And I think that this is going to be interesting thing to look back on yes. it's very difficult time now it is it but is definitely something that it's like it's very difficult time but you have to be positive and don't lose your hope yeah. that's the main thing right Absolutely. now <laughs> yeah because like once you lose your hope you will like get sick or something then again like who's gonna pay the bills <laughs> and i just don't know if like like especially uh, like students graduating and stuff, if they don't know um, how like this is going to pan out in terms of getting a good degree, like uh, like graduating into such a bleak economic climate is going to yeah. be difficult for a lot of students. It is, it is difficult. Like it is going to be like special like international students. It's going to be very difficult for them uh, mm-hmm. to get the job here, but some are like we can't say that it's not like it's difficult for every student. Everyone, if, every if, single if person. Like, yeah. If someone is like lucky out of them, they'll get job. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's very difficult for almost everyone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It's Who are graduating this year. <laughs> a bleak climate. But honestly, I feel like the best thing to do right now, as we've mentioned before, is just to have hope and keep... Like, just keep, don't lose your dreams. Yeah. And just, it's all... Keep work on your dreams. Exactly. Nothing, and there's always you people, can do right now. Pe- people are always there to help you. Yeah. And, like, you, you can always get help. And you can always talk to people who can help you with your visas. And yes. It's just, yeah, there's no point in giving up now. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so once again, this was Settling in Dunedin with Citizens Advice Bureau. They're located at 155 Princess Street. And you can go in any time to just pop in for an appointment or just to talk to someone. If you have any questions, not just visa-related or migrant employment-related, just any questions, pop in. Or if you, you can also alternatively call them at 471-6166 or 800 Three six seven two two two. So thank you for listening to Settling in Dunedin. I've, my name's Deepthi once again, and thank you so much. Um, my name is Mamta. So thanks for having us. Take RFM Dunedin with you wherever you go with podcasts and live streaming of premier local content. Download the Access Internet Radio app for free from Google Play and the Apple App Store. This programme was first broadcast on ORFM Dunedin and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air.